Hi, we are Mel and Josie, and we're here to tell you that no matter how much it feels like you are screwing up every single part of your goddamn life, actually, you're doing great, sweetie. Did a plane go over or a truck go past? Um, it was a truck. <laughs> Hello, everybody. <laughs> Just as we decide to record, it's a, a classic. truck goes past. An absolute classic home recording. I mean, you know, I just, I don't think I could actually be in a professional recording studio. I would be too overwhelmed. Yeah, it would by feel. The silence. <laughs> and it would feel, we'd just feel like imposters at this point. Like we're used to doing everything in a very rough and ready Yes. way like yes. we were just actually saying off air that you came over to my house late last year and we were going to record our other podcast and we forgot how to do it yep. we literally could not remember like we we're all ready to go and then <laughs> literally we could not remember how to do it it's been that long like yeah so used to that zoom life and now I wouldn't take anything less. It's very easy to figure out when to record when you can just like jump on the internet. Yes. Um, but yes, it's been 84 years. It has. And the great irony of you're doing great, sweetie, is all about feeling burnt out and overwhelmed, which is what we got last year. <laughs> so we, had- <laughs> we burnt and overwhelmed, burnt out and overwhelmed ourselves with our own podcast about yeah. burnout and overwhelming yourself. <laughs> the great irony, but um, we're always going to come back. Um, yeah. Unlike One Direction, it was a real hiatus and not just a fake, <laughs> fake one. They're never coming back. But we're back and we've got so much we're to back. talk about and we're fucking pumped to yeah. do it. Should we do sort of like a TLDR version of what's been going on individually since we last recorded? What was yes. last year like for you, Josie? <laughs> Oh, God. So last year was the first year of working five days a week in Mm. what is quite a demanding job um, with a baby slash now toddler. So probably towards like the end of the year, she transitioned into being a toddler. And (laughs) my God, she's, um, you know, Rosa, like actually you came over and you saw Mm -hmm. it in person. Like she was always such a chill little baby, just like a little charming beach ball um Mm. but now that she can walk and like has opinions but can't speak in sentences to convey her (laughs) feelings Mm -hmm. she just gets so mad um so that was a real time and then I had four people resign the great resignation that everyone was talking about that was coming to Australia (laughs) this year well that happened last year my team um And, yeah, so I had to train a bunch of new people and it was just in a crazy time, news time, you know, working at a news website, it never stops. There was no quiet moment to, like, train these new people. So, yeah, towards the end of last year I just I was just barely hanging on. Um, And I'm actually having a week off right now. We, my rest of my team went back on Monday, but I was like, no, I need a week that isn't looking after Rosa, which I did for the three weeks of – quote unquote Christmas break. It wasn't mm. particularly break. Like it was nice to not be working. I worked a bit. It was nice to not be working every day, but you know, you're still working, running around after a very opinionated emotional toddler. <laughs> um <Yeah. laughs> 
And so, it's Christmas. It's not really like yeah. I feel like it's always like quite busy and then you only get a few days really of actual relaxing time. Yeah. So and then rudely my partner, Julian, took he took last week off to help out, which was great. And then well not help out, he his kid too, but just take the load off me, I guess. And mm. then this week it worked out like that he had his rostered days off. Anyway, he had like the first three days off with me, which was nice <laughs> to hang out with him without Rosa. But I was also like, you're killing my vibe. This is supposed to be my solo YOLO time. <laughs> um, so I literally have today and tomorrow by myself, but I'm making the most of it and I'm really enjoying it. I actually do feel quite refreshed and oh, good. Yeah. I like deleted all my work-related apps. I'm genuinely not thinking about it. Yeah, so, that's the best. Yeah. I feel like you have to do that or you start just like checking your fucking yeah, emails or I whatever. Yeah, I was. Yes. <laughs> I was doing it. So they're gone. <laughs> um, what about you, is, Mel? Well, what about me? So <laughs> I – well, I – where we left off with you're doing great, 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 sweetie. You're doing yeah, great, you're doing great. You're doing great. We can't even Let's speak, but we're doing great. You're doing great. Um, I quit my job. Yeah, <laughs> so we had, also like, chaotic. Opposite experience. <laughs> we did. So I was part of the great resignation um, because I had been sort of thinking about going freelance for like probably a good year, um, but then I sort of had this job like when Elle and Marie Claire fell into my lap as a not fell into my lap, but like came up as an option. Mm. Um, at the beginning of 2022, 2021, fuck, I don't even know what year it is. <laughs> um, at the beginning of 2021, I was sort of like, shit, this is like the dream job. I can't turn it down. Even mm. though I did have this feeling in the back of my mind of like, oh, but you said you wanted to go freelance. Like, when's it going to happen? Like, yeah. you say it every year, you're thinking <laughs> about it and then you don't do it. Mm. And I sort of had this convo and I think we'll probably let's do a whole episode around this stuff because I think like changing careers is like such a yes. hectic, big thing. But I had this chat with a girl um, who I wouldn't say like I mentor her, but I've just like she she came up to Sydney and was like, oh, I'd love to like pick your brain about some career stuff. And so I was sort of just giving her some specific advice. And when she was talking to me, it was like the advice I was giving her was advice I should take for myself. And, you know, when you're saying <laughs> shit and then you're yes. like, fuck, I am telling you what to do, but actually I should be doing this myself. Yeah, yeah. And that was like, I think, the catalyst for me to, to like actually start to make that choice. And it's really interesting, actually, because it's one of the decision making, because I get a lot of anxiety around decision making. Um, it's one of the decision making moments that I'd come back to because it wasn't this like freaky scary you have to do this right now moment it was just mm. like this this kind of gentle nudge where I recognized that the advice I was giving was advice I needed to take that I needed to make that step and like really go out and do this freelance thing because it was the right time for it yeah. and then it was still like quite a few months before I actually did it um, even though I kind of knew that I was heading that direction it still it just wasn't there was no urgency around it it wasn't like yeah you know, and, and when I get anxious about decisions, I feel this urgency, like I have to make the decision right now. I have to change something right now. Mm. Um, and that can obviously like fuck with your brain a lot. So, yeah, it was really interesting anyway. And then that was, you know, it's been chaos. I won't say it was a walk in the park at all. <laughs> I've had pretty much from the get-go, I was like, why did I leave that job? It was great. <laughs> and, and like it's so much harder to motivate myself when mm. there's no structure to it. And mm -hmm. so I sort of put things off 
and then I lie in bed panicking about things and um, spend most of my time just freaking out, really, just a mild panic at all times. Yeah. That I'm forgetting something or <laughs> like that thing should be done by now or whatever. And then mm. just constantly emailing people to pay you, which is really fun yeah. too. <laughs> yeah. My God. Uh, so anyway, as you know, because you used to do freelance. But yeah, it's. but now I'm starting to... I think we both kind of come back to the same place. I think at that time we both had some big shit going on and it was just really hard to find the time to sit down and do this. But then now I think we've worked out how to manage that shit. So now yeah. we can like, <laughs> you know, fit it in. So Yeah, it's like controlled chaos now instead yeah. of feeling like everything's spinning out of control, which was last year. Totally. Um, and then there was, of course, like – you know, the whole yeah. fact that we were in lockdown for like <laughs> four, four and a half months <laughs> and like transitioning out of that and like yeah. the whole mental, I mean, it's almost like PTSD. I don't want to trivialize that, which is a real. No, um, I think it definitely can be called PTSD. I think, you know, it was genuinely traumatic, even if it was this kind of very slow creeping mm. trauma. <laughs> yeah. Like I look back at that period and I was like, like even so like another massive thing that happened was I moved in with Tom. So I just, yes. just forgot about that too. <laughs> I did it all at the same time. I literally moved in with him officially, like, like, cause we were living together for a few months during COVID at my place and Kate moved in with her boyfriend um, temporarily as well. But mm. the actual signing of the lease moving into the house that was ours happened the exact same week that I started like my freelance yes, life. And I was right. like, why am I doing this to myself? <laughs> um, but yeah, I look back at that period where we were, um, in lockdown and we had so many weird fights about nothing just because I think we were both really mm. like, you know, struggling with the, you know, endlessness that, this one felt like there was a real, like, it just kept going and going and going. I'm sure that's what Victorians felt like in the first lockdown, but we mm. hadn't really gone through that as New South Wales and it was a lot. It was a lot. So there was a lot, a lot to process last year mm. for both of us in different ways. Um, and But it's given us heaps of fodder for this oh season. of Content up the wazoo, everyone. <laughs> um, up the wazoo, out the wazoo. Out, is it? Well, I don't think you'd want content up your wazoo because your wazoo is either your vagina or your butt. Yeah. So you don't want to shove content it's up It's coming there. out. Like it's we're coming fart- out of it. We're farting out We're that birthing content. or farting content. We're not sure. <laughs> we're not shelving either, it. <laughs> either, either visual is not something any any listener wanted to think about. But <laughs> yeah. I also just burped into the microphone on cue. Charming. Also, actually. I think we need to do an episode and I need we need to um, do – uh, having a baby, not having a baby. That's such a generalized, <laughs> huge topic. I mean, like birth. Literal, oh my God. Because I, Josie, I accidentally ended up on this midwife page. Don't ever go very, on a midwife page. Well, I've done it and now I follow it. And I don't, I'm, for everyone listening, there's like very tentative plans to have a baby in the next couple of years for me. Yep. Um, but I'm definitely not thinking about it this year. So there's no need for me to be doing this research or reading at this point in time. <laughs> I have read some things. I don't want to talk about them yet because it's, it's, we're going to derail this convo. Yeah. We need to talk about. Yes, okay. At length. <laughs> I'm so afraid of but, the things that I've read. Yeah, and I didn't even um, do it out of my uh, vagina. So <laughs> I didn't even do it out of my vagina, guys. <laughs> I didn't do it out of my vagina, so I'm also terrified of those things. Yeah, maybe we should um, get like someone who has had a vaginal birth on to Well, my whole mum's group. Like they all have horror stories. I actually feel bad because 
like there's five of us and all four of them, three of them had natural births. Yeah. The other one had an emergency Caesar, so it was not a good scenario. It was like, you know, she was completely out of it. Then I had this, like, wonderful experience. (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) I'll stop talking about it because we'll save it for that episode. But we get together and they always just, we always just uh, relive (laughs) the birth stories and I always just feel so bad because mine was delightful. (laughs) You're like, once again, I had a great time. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, Rosa is paying me back now by being (laughs) an equally shit toddler to the rest of the mum's group's children. So There you go. Now you've got stories. Yeah, it's the great equaliser being a toddler, I feel. Mm. But, yes, we we should do that. But I can't follow midwife pages and I was, like, planning to have a baby and was pregnant for a while. (laughs) I still couldn't follow that shit. It's fucking horrific. It's horrific. And I think it's like maybe I just want to get a big surprise. I think maybe I would handle fucked up shit better if it just happened to me and I didn't have to like. You just had to deal with it in the moment. Yeah, I didn't have to think about it for like nine months. Well, not even like three years or something (laughs) before actually dealing with it. Anyway, it was very funny because then I was like, Tom. I'm like, of course, I have to like, because I live with the guy now, so I'm like, I have no Kate to talk to about these yeah. things and now he needs to process all of my personal traumas. So yeah. I was like, did you know this thing happens? <laughs> anyway, it was this whole thing. And he he's like, a medical oh. professional. I know. So. I know. He didn't, he hadn't heard of it either. I'm not going to. All right. It's very mysterious, but we'll get into it when we actually <laughs> No birth spoilers. No birth spoilers. What else what have we- you been doing aside from looking at midwife pages? Well, not a lot, actually. I'm still a bit freaked out from COVID. Um, mm. I haven't had it yet, touch wood, but also kind Same. of not touch wood because I mm. just, I'm not, look, I'm not out here trying to get it. I think I've just resigned myself to that weird limbo of I don't want to live afraid of it to the point where I don't live my life anymore. Um, But I also will be doing all the like things possible to avoid it. So for example, like I saw a friend this week, we had dinner in a beer garden. So we're outdoors. I'm going to drinks tonight with two friends. We're sitting outdoors. Like I wear my mask all the time. I socially distance. So I'm doing all the right things. I guess it's more like I'm not locking myself inside. Yeah. I'm the same. Exactly the same. Um, Today I went over to Bondi Junction, which feels like a dangerous place to go. Yeah. feels like a little COVID pool. (laughs) COVID cases. Although I went the other week and I only got two COVID alerts from Mm. Whereas when I go to East Gardens, I get way more. So oh, yeah. that says about East Gardens customers. It's a, it's a little, they're filthy. <laughs> they, um, I'm kidding. Don't you just talk like this though? Like I'm obviously very much aware that having COVID does not make you. No, a it absolutely doesn't. <laughs> it's, it's just like the fact a, that we've treated it like a dirty, <laughs> dirty thing for so long. People but- feel uncomfortable and don't even admit it when they have it. I know. It's almost like we put a stigma of shame over it that we really don't need to have anymore because no. it really is. I would say almost surely by now the majority of people in Sydney have had it at this point. Yeah, well, they're talking like 60 or 70% of the population hmm. will have had it by the end of Feb. Yeah, like it's just so hard yeah. to avoid. Yeah, but anyway, Julian got this car because we have a car space, but it's not undercover and it has mm. – all these trees above it and it, there's leaves all over the car. There's birds that shit all over the car. Anyway, you got a car cover from your oh, mum yes. for Christmas. Beautiful. And it's like kind of hard to get on and off. Well, I thought it was. It's actually not that bad. But I considered getting a bus to Bonai Junction just to avoid that life. But then I was like, <laughs> no, that seems like 
you know, the COVID safe thing is driving myself, you know, you know, mitigating the risk of getting on a bus with, yeah. you know, up to 50 people breathing on me in a sweat box. Yes. Didn't yes. seem like a smart idea. So I got the cover off and I bloody drove there. Very and then I tried to put it on the wrong way. And luckily <laughs> like, we don't live on a main road. No one saw me. It's fine. <laughs> Maybe they did from their apartments. They were just giggling to themselves. <laughs> I imagine it's like a really big condom. It's like a really big <laughs> fitted sheet. Oh, okay. That makes <laughs> so, so much more sense. <laughs> so it's like it's annoying, but mm. not as I'm glad that I did it and I didn't go and like lick a bus pole. Yeah. In a Love pandemic. That Love that. Mm. So yeah, we're all, you know, I think it's like weird times. Like it's just I yeah, I, but I'm still not doing heaps. Like I kind of just do a few couple of things a week and then most of the other times it's just Tom and I watching things on TV. We're watching The Witcher and I'm oh, so yeah. bored. I'm bored. I don't like The Witcher. I liked it. I liked season one and then when we were re-watching season one, I was like, why did I even like this? Yeah, and I couldn't I'm- get into it. Julian watched season two on his own. Like he just watched on his phone on the way to work. Yeah, yeah, yeah good. <laughs> You're like, yeah, didn't- this is a phone one for Yeah, you, I didn't really like <laughs> season one. Um I had this whole vision of having this week off to myself and I'd sit on the lounge and watch Emily in Paris season two, which mm. I haven't even started, and the new Queer Eye, which I haven't started. Okay. Yeah. Instead, I've been doing like not chores around the house, but like just it's actually really satisfying, mm. which we'll talk about in this episode. But I haven't watched a thing, but Julie and I together just finished Hawkeye, which is a Marvel show oh, yeah. on mm-hmm. Disney Plus. It was fucking amazing. I didn't think it would be Hawkeye's like the worst of the superheroes. Like <laughs> he's not he doesn't have magical powers. He just has a bow and arrow. But they kind of lean into that. Yeah. In a really fun way. And it's got Haley Steinfeld in it, who I really like. Mm. She's just quite funny and I don't know. I like her. I interviewed yeah. her once when I worked at Dolly and she was nice to me. And you know, <laughs> you know, when like, you interview you're nice celebrities, oh. you just like them forever. I'll champion you forever. Yeah, yeah. So that was great. We finally finished Sex Education. Mm-hmm. What else? We watched the new fucking Shetland, which, if you haven't oh. watched Shetland, it's a Scottish crime show. It's amazing. It's on Binge. This is not sponsored by Binge, but it's there. Um, yeah, so I feel like we're actually watching things that are like semi-current. I feel oh, we're watching Boba Fett, which is a new Star Wars show on Disney Plus. Yes, also not sponsored by Disney Plus. But I say this, welcoming Disney Plus oh, we and binge. It. We'll talk about all your us if they want. We watch enough TV that <laughs> we can do it. Yes, um, and we're absolutely. doing actually. Oh no, I won't mention that because I can mention that as part of this episode. Yes, we should. Let's talk about what we're actually meant to talk about. Let's do it. What are we talking about? Well, (laughs) I think I suggested it and it was kind of around goal setting and Mm. like the way to do that and actually achieve them. Not that we're like amazing productivity experts or anything, but (laughs) there's a way to make goals and achieve them. that aren't really resolutions. You don't have to tell anyone, but it's so fucking satisfying when you Mm -hmm. achieve them. And I think it just felt like a good time to do it because actually this week, um, I'm hilarious. I'm such a Virgo. I wrote a list of, I didn't write, it wasn't even a list. It says goals for the week, right? Yeah. Goal setting. And then one of the things on the list is goal setting. (laughs) Like I literally wrote (laughs) a list of goals and one of the goals included making goals because (laughs) I want to, I haven't done it yet because I've been busy achieving my household goals. Mm -hmm. 
but I want to sit down and have a think about some goals like personal and professional for 2020. What year is it? 2022. 2022, yeah. <laughs> so hard to say. 2022. Yeah, 2022. Um, and then I was thinking about that and then I wrote to you and said we should talk about it in the app because I don't I don't know if you're a goal-setting resolution type person. I, I guess I wanted to know. I, I remember on New Year's you made the post about the ocean. Yeah. yes. So I know that you're into that kind of thing, but I'm not sure how you tackle it. So I was curious to know. Yeah, well, I guess I just like banged the table. So <laughs> I you're like, excited. yes. I was like, yes, Tracy, <laughs> let me tell you about this. No, I, um, yeah, so I'm not like, I don't, I wouldn't say I write like a list of goals for the year. What I do have is I actually have like a bucket list, mm. um, which really originated because when I left church, which we've talked about in the church episode, Amazing I was like episode. running on like level 100 at all times, like trying to catch up to everybody yes, else. Yeah. And so I wanted to write down like some goals that would make me feel like, and they're, so they're really dumb things. They're literally like insane things, like have sex on the beach and like, you yeah. know, like things that people don't even do. Okay. Like <laughs> no one, do them people the are movies. not regularly having sex on the beach. And apparently <laughs> I just decided that absolutely had to happen. But um, yeah, like things like that. But then also there were some things in there. Like I had work at pedestrian on there from like yes. way back before I worked there. And um, I guess things to was more of a focus thing so that if I wrote it out mm. and had it there, it, when I would look back at it, like to tick something else off, I'd be like, Oh, that thing, like, you know, it would be good to start thinking about that. But also like sometimes I'd tick things off without even realizing it. And then that felt great. It was like accidental yeah. goal achieving. So, <laughs> like incidental great. exercise. Yeah, exactly. But no, at the, yeah. So at the beginning of the year, um, so I wrote this Instagram post about this where I do this very woo woo thing with Kate, which is not very me. Cause I'm not like this and like, absolutely all power to you if you're really into like spiritual stuff and whatever, but I'm not usually this level of like at one with the earth or anything, <laughs> but, <laughs> but we're in a way, we usually go up the coast for, um, Christmas with my family. And one year, a couple of years ago, we were away and we were like, let's go into the water and we'll think of something we want to leave behind this year. This yep. is obviously on January 1st, by the way. Mm. We'll leave something behind from the previous year and then when we come up, we'll yes. have in our mind something that we want for this year coming. And so it's like it's more like these weird not tangible goals. They're like so I'll tell you guys this year's, which is, you know, very revealing, but that's what this podcast is about. But basically I wanted to leave behind – comparing myself to others. So mm. I do this so much, as you know, mm -hmm. um, most of my whinging about my life <laughs> in long messages to Josie at like 10 p.m. at night is I saw this thing and now insert anxiety spiral about personal life and how it somehow relates to me. <laughs> um, you know, like I just I was so bad at um, always looking at the negative in my own life when compared to the positive in somebody else's. Uh, so I want to, I want to try and leave that behind. And then what I want to bring in is gratitude because that's kind of the antithesis to that. Um, I'm saying words here. I don't even know if these words mean what they, I think they mean. I <laughs> that said, was beautiful. Antithesis. I, I don't know. What does antithesis mean? It sounded right. It's exactly right. It. Yeah. I, I have this theory that if you just go for it with words that people don't necessarily 100%. I think most of us don't really know what we're talking about. Just say it with conviction and it say sounds it with conviction. right. 
say anything with conviction. I mean, it does work. Look at all the misinformation people out there just yeah. saying shit with conviction. Look at Joe Rogan. He has a Fucking, whole podcast built what, on that. Yeah. What about that that whole thing where they were like the, you know, anti-vaxxers are now saying like we're going to drink our own pee because apparently mm. it will help cure COVID. Like you can literally say anything. So anyway, <laughs> you know, that's sort of the dark side of that. But on the bright side, just say words, guys. Anyway, <laughs> antithesis is to really take stock of what's in my life that is good. So, for example, I got the Bloom app, which, again, we're not sponsored by Bloom, but I'm <laughs> enjoying it. Um, and it's just kind of this like easy, very like millennial way to document gratitude stuff if you're not a journaler because you just kind of it gives you prompts so I'll go on and I'll, it'll say like what's something you're thankful for today and it could just be dumb shit like I think the other day I did like my bed because it's really comfy and then also <laughs> this is a weird one but like we worked out like I used to think I couldn't sleep with a fan on in the room mm. and so it was really like awful in this weather because it was either like leave the aircon on and pay one billion dollars a yeah. month or <laughs> just die in the bed yes. from sweat. Two alternatives. Yeah. So poverty or death. Po- poverty or death. And so um we put it on on level one and I was like, oh, okay Tom, I'll give it a go. But I don't think this is gonna work. And loved it. I felt like I was in fucking Thailand. Yeah, it's just like a beautiful breeze it's kissing beautiful. your face. It is like yeah. you're on the Hawaiian you're on the North Shore of Hawaii uh, and you've got the windows open and there's a perfect ocean yep. breeze coming in except the breeze is actually the streets of the inner west and the smog <laughs> but aside from that it's lovely and so yeah. every night most nights that's what I'm thankful for at the moment I'm like the beautiful yeah. fan and the beautiful breeze that it is giving me <laughs> it sounds so dumb but you're going to bed with this thankfulness for things yeah. in your life yeah it's stopping me from a negative yes. thought cycle so um you know giving it my best sometimes not doing great literally the other day i have to say the day we're recording this is when um megan fox and machine gun kelly did their big engagement announcement Um, and it hasn't spiraled me uh (laughs) but i did sort of repost an article i wrote for marie claire about spiraling from that stuff because i do it did used to spiral me and when they first started talking about their relationship i was like oh god is does this mean i'm not in the right relationship because like I'm not, like, deeply obsessed with Tom to the level that, like, I would abandon everything and follow him into the Alps of the (laughs) Himalayas or something and, like, walk behind him forever in the nude through the snow or something. I don't know. Like, seems like something they would do, you know. (laughs) Um, But now I'm a bit more, like, normal about it. But, uh, yeah, I – that – I don't even know why I mentioned that. Oh, I guess that that was, like, a moment – they're the kinds of things where I go, no, stop. Yeah, doesn't matter what they're doing. Doesn't matter if those people got engaged. Doesn't matter if that person's having a baby. Doesn't matter if that person is um, got a cool new job. That's great for them. That doesn't say anything about your life. Mm. Focus on yourself, kind of vibe, you know? Yeah, I love that. And you could yeah. even be like grateful that you didn't spiral. Like if you can't uh, yeah. think of anything else today. Oh my god, I'm like, going to use that. Thank you for that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to use that. I like the idea of. Um, this app and like, you know, it's almost forcing you to find something. I actually was watching TV last night and I updated my Apple watch Mm. and it it like prompted, it usually prompts me to breathe, which a lot of people get and think is funny, but it prompted me to be mindful last night. I haven't got it. I haven't got that yet. And it just said like, um, uh, have a moment to just be 
and like yeah. ref- I said something else. Maybe it was like reflect on the day or whatever it was. But I like the idea of being prompted and like forced to find a positive you know, point about your day, even if you've had the worst fucking day, there's something, you know? Yeah, even totally. Like I'm alive. You know, yeah. Even if it's something like that. And I have my health or like I have my health. Yeah. Um and I like how you said, you know, it can be dumb stuff because I think that's why I want to do this episode. Goals and resolutions don't have to be these grand mm. and I think they shouldn't be necessarily. I actually yeah. think like dumb stuff is fine because it's not dumb for you like I decided to read oh yeah (laughs) because I haven't been reading I haven't read for like I think I read a book at the start of 2020 yeah (laughs) (laughs) and I had rose up I read a book and since then I've just been exhausted for 2020 because I had a newborn and then last year I was so deeply anxious all I did was listen to Harry Potter Mm. which I I listened to the entire series four times through (laughs) (laughs) Just <laughs> seven books, all read by Stephen Fry. It just calms me down. It used to be to get me to sleep, but yeah. now I'll just put it on when I'm cooking. And Julian's like, what book is this? And I'm like, Goblet of Fire. <laughs> He's like, you just listened to Goblet of Fire like a month ago. And I'm like, it's like when people come home and they put Kath and Kim or Friends on. Yeah, they just yeah. put on some mindless crap. Just is like They're not paying attention. Evening. That's mm. me with the Harry Potter audio books. But I was like, I need to actually read. So I fucking ordered this book. You would have seen it on my Instagram, yes, but yes. I got the Alexander Hamilton book because I love the stage show. I was interested in reading about him, but it's it's so big. That is it. so that is the most aggressive book to choose as your first. I book know, back. and it's my first one. Um, and I'm a very fast reader. I'm not very far through it. So my dumb mini goal within that is like I have to read at least like two pages, which is no yeah. mean feat because of the fucking tiny print every night yeah. even if I'm exhausted I read yeah. at least two pages of it and sometimes I read a whole chapter and I'm very proud of myself but I just think the key with goals and I've always been good with to-do lists and mm. good with um goals and not necessarily achieving them but I remember teaching our friend Alex who used to be my deputy she'd have these to-do lists that were like as long as her arm and they'd be really vague they'd say things like she dealt with like the freelance pieces from writers, you know, like yourself mm. who would write for the site. And then she'd just write freelance stuff. And I'm like, it needs to be more specific than that because mm. you're always going to have freelance stuff. It's never yeah. going to go away. And then you're going to feel awful <laughs> because yeah, every you day you've got the same yeah. thing. You never yeah. cross it off. Yeah. So I'm like, you need to, what's the word, like kind of crystallize that into. Yeah. Like, I guess like, like break it down yeah. kind of to specifics. And then I'm like, you know, edit one piece today. And yeah. she's like, oh, okay. And then like she started ticking off a to-do list and was like, this is amazing. And it is. It's such a fucking rush. And I think goals and like resolutions are basically like a mini to-do list for yeah. your year. And that's why I like them. And I'm like you. I don't really like write them down necessarily. I just kind of have them in my brain. But I decided this year to like take some time because I think with – having a toddler you need to actually carve out that time and space so I'm literally never alone um which is a problem for me so I was like this week goal setting is on my list because Mm. I need to carve out that time and space to just think about what I want to achieve this year in various facets of my life and then if it's a big goal like I think if you've got something that does seem like really ambitious and really lofty it's about that breaking it down okay Mm. what can I do maybe 
this year I can't become the prime minister. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but what can I do this year to work towards that? Yes, and yeah. It was really interesting because I did this. I have to go and get something now, so I have to fucking yes. edit this out, won't I? Bloody hell, <laughs> hang on. <laughs> I could just chat until you come back and then you have to edit it. And I will say, yes, I love to break goals down um, because I think that lofty goals are too lofty. And, and you'll never achieve them. You get overwhelmed. You feel like shit. There you yep. go. You don't have to cut it out now because okay. I spoke through. <laughs> it may have been garbage, but it was – I literally just repeated what you said. But <laughs> Amazing. Thank you. The whole point of this podcast is we just chat. I know. We don't need to edit it. I feel like we're just trying so hard not to have to edit the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Always do less. Um, so we had this work thing. It was just before the end of the year and this girl that I work with, Whitney, she It was in a very professional sense, but it was mm. this really cool thing that she – I hate the word thing. That's a mini goal of mine. Stop saying thing. Stop saying thing. It doesn't thing. mean anything. Yeah. It was this cool concept that she brought to the table, which is called ABZ oh. so, or Z, I guess, if you're not American. ABZ framework for personal and professional development. So it's a bit kind of jargony, but I really like the idea of it. So what you do is you A is where you're at right now, B or Z or Z is your end vision mm-hmm. or goal, and then B, so in between those, is the next small action you can take towards yeah. that. So you, it helps crystallize, there's that word. Your end vision gives you a framework for how to create momentum in your desired direction. So it's yeah, just about right. taking those little steps. What can I do today? What can I do this week? What can yeah. I do this year towards this bigger goal? Yeah. And I just really like it. And it's got this, she gave us like a little sheet, like a little stencil, like you'd oh, have. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like you'd oh, my have God. So like, so, yes, I've got like school, like PD, health PE or yeah. whatever it was. Um, so I'm actually going to sit and I've never really done it in that kind of regimented mm. way. But I, I kind of like the idea of a little structure and I'm going to see how that goes. Yeah. See if that helps me. And she's like, before you begin, make time. So set aside 30 mm. minutes, create context, quiet location, no distractions, so no Rosa. Harvest your intuition. So refrain from self-editing, just like fucking be honest. Like mm. no one's going to see it. So <laughs> don't sit there lying to yourself. And, yeah, she said go deep. This exercise works best when you're honest with yourself. Yeah. That's so, so good. Yeah. I love that too because I think like I have like lofty goals that are just sort of there and mm. I don't break them down and then they get so overwhelming. And I yeah. think that, like that's kind of what you're saying essentially is people set these huge goals for the year and it's like instead of setting that goal for the year, why don't you set the goal to work towards that for the year and like actually just more set the smaller goals that you can start. Yep. To, so then at the end of the year, instead of being like, fuck, I still haven't done that thing. Like I think a big one for me is like I'm now thinking of saving for a house. This is just life, right? I was single for so long, <laughs> but I think I was just living in like the the fun limbo of single yeah. life where I was never, I was like, la, 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 that doesn't even a thing yeah. that I have to think about. And then, like, now I'm in a settled relationship. It's like, oh, like, maybe I do want a a property somewhere and maybe I want to, like, you know, save and buy something and whatever. And, um, and yeah, but then it's like buy a house is, like, a huge fucking massive goal and has so many different elements to it because it's not just about saving the money, which is big enough. It's also all of the process. Mm. Um, But even on the money-saving thing, if you're starting from, like, 
zero savings and like 10 grand of credit card debt or something. (laughs) It's like, well, yeah, you know? And so I think, you know, for me, like I'm lucky I don't have any debt because I had went through that a few years ago, (laughs) Um, but I don't have any savings either. So yes, you're literally at square one. Yeah. So it was like, okay, instead I'm just going to like make it a goal to get to a certain amount of savings. So um, I've sort of budgeted what I make in a year and then gone, right, I'm going to start putting aside any money that I make from this. It's all very complicated without getting too like you know, detailed with my finances, which seems like a bad overshare, like one of the ones where someone could then do fraud on you or something. But but anyway, like essentially I get money from different parts of my life. Yes. Yeah. um, Or parts of my career. And so I was like, okay, well, all money I make doing this is going to go straight Straight to savings. savings. Yeah. And then this is going to be the money that I pay for rent and you know, and all that stuff. Yeah. And and so I think um, even like, actually I met up with my friend the other night and she was saying, she has like a uh, joint account with her partner called Big Fun. <laughs> it's like <laughs> where they put all their money for like just fun shit. And so yeah. they saved a whole bunch of money. And then they were like, okay, well, they were going to um, Cairns for a wedding. And they were like, okay, um, let's get the really fuck off amazing hotel because yeah. we have the money in Big Fun. And so it was like, that's such a cute idea. Like, you know, you, you save up and then you don't have to feel bad about spending yeah. that money. But also – that's off the track from what I was saying. What I'm actually trying to say is the smaller goals, yes. I'm not going to save for a house by the end of the year. There's no fucking no, way. But, but you can work towards it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I'll feel at least like I've made some, taken some steps down that road, yeah. I guess. Yeah. And it's little things like changing your habits. Yeah. Even that is a win. Like mm-hmm. for us, we love to buy clothes, right? So it's like I had a mini challenge last year of not spending money for like not a month because it was because we get paid halfway through the month. So it was a month, but it was like the 15th to the 15th. Yeah, yeah. Um, And that was fucking hard. But it's like mm. it felt like a step in the right direction of like learning to save. And I think we just need to be, I don't know, yeah, like honest with yourself and keep things achievable mm. because if you don't, you'll just feel even worse. So I think goals and resolutions can be like very small things. If you're like, I want to quit smoking, I've quit smoking before. And it was bloody hard. Like it can Mm. be hard to just, so you could start by going, oh, I'm not going to smoke in the morning or if it's drinking, like if you want to give up drinking. We did an episode on this last year where I was just like, I'm not going to do it on weeknights. And, Mm -hmm. you know, if you're finding it hard, you know, you're falling off the, wagon of your goal setting it might be time to kind of like reassess and see what you think you can achieve and make them like mini goals within big goals um but i just think they're really important to have like you said you kind of go back to them Mm. and it just keeps you almost like accountable and it's like don't you think this is very deep and it sounds like i've smoked a joint but i haven't this early on (laughs) But it's like time just, even though we're stuck in lockdown, it just, last year actually kind of went quite quickly. It was like, fuck, it's already December. Fuck, it's 2022. So, you know, instead of like letting it slip by and feeling like you haven't done anything, um, it's just good. Even if you have three resolutions or goals for the Mm. year, um, it's good to just think you made a little bit of progress and it wasn't like just 12 months that flashed by and was a bit of a waste. Yeah. And then I think it makes those de- the downtime 
less stressful because I find I'm big procrastinator. And so mm. when I just have the lofty goal um, and I don't have any micro goals to get towards it, I just sort of lie around watching heaps of Netflix and then hating myself, <laughs> yes. or like lying on my phone yeah. and playing on TikTok and hating myself. Like just generally a lot of hating myself while mm. doing things that could have been relaxing. Um, and Brene Brown, my favorite, talks uh. about this. And she talks about like, you can watch, like you can binge watch that TV show, but like watch it. Don't mm. do it while you're on your phone. Don't do it while you're like, you know, f- I don't know, working at the same time or whatever. Like actually participate in the fun thing that yeah. you're doing and make it count as fun and relaxation because where we go wrong is that we just do that shit but we're switching our brain off and we're using it to like yes. just like zone out of the chaos of life mm. and obviously like zoning out is necessary as well but doing it by like just watching tv or fucking around on your phone is really unhealthy mm. and so she yeah she talks a lot about that and I think that it's easier to do that when you're doing little goals and things like, um, fuck, like I'm trying to write a book, which is hell. And (laughs) I find it so hard to focus. And like I said to myself, okay, try and do just like literally 15 minutes a day because you know how fast I write. So I'm like (laughs) in 15 minutes. And I was like 15 fucking minutes where you just have to sit there. And even if you don't want to do it, you have to write some fucking words on that page. And then you're okay. And it's funny because I'll usually sit there for longer than 15 minutes. And exactly. Then but I you feel just better. like start the thing. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I get that because um, you've oh, sorry, something off. And like <laughs> mine, mine last year, like I went on a um, healthy eating challenge. Mm-hmm. But then after that, I was like, well, I don't want to just fall off the wagon of that and back into my old um, – habits and one of the things from the challenge was like on the weekend you could eat kind of like a fun meal or whatever so julian and i together were like um let's only have takeaway on friday saturday nights yeah and that's also when i was allowed to drink for my own goals i set myself yeah and it just felt like i used to get takeaway and feel bad like oh i didn't cook and like i wasn't happy with the way i looked so i was like this is just making me even bigger and i feel gross Mm -hmm. but now it's like i'm allowed to do that i'm being healthy on all the other days it's like the the allocated day that i've set myself so i could enjoy it so much more yeah because i was like this is part of my my goal setting this is part of my new life and I can have but we have burgers every Friday night so what I was going to say was our one of our couple goals for the year is to have um movie nights every Friday because we started we usually just watch tv like a tv show but we watched we wanted to watch Hawkeye and because we wanted to watch that. We had to watch Black Widow because Marvel it's all like you have to watch this so you understand this yeah and we watched um all day I was just so excited to watch Black Widow and like sit and watch like a two and a half hour movie and yeah. eat burgers and have a little drink. Yeah. And then I'm like, let's a couple that I'm friends with, they do Friday night movies and they alternate. So each week the other person picks. Yeah. And that other person can't argue. It just like I mean, within reason, if you want to yeah. watch like Something fucked Schindler's up. List. I'm sure you could be like, <laughs> I don't really want to. Can like, we not? Please, it is not the time for Schindler's List. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we're like copying their little couple tradition. I we're love doing that. our own Friday night movie, and like that is a goal for the year. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? It doesn't have to be like anything particularly. I don't know. 
deep. It can just be something like, yeah. hey, let's like, we've got a whole list of movies that we haven't watched or we want to rewatch that we just never get to. Like, let's do it. And now I'm going to yeah. be excited every Friday. Like, well, it's movie that, night. And you know what? That actually is exactly what I was going to say, but better. <laughs> because <laughs> like, that's a perfect example of what I was going to say, which is that I think something that also lets you down with New Year's resolutions is you put this sort of unattainable kind of vague goal in place. So, for example, if you're single, Mm. your your goal – you want to make your goal, I'm going to meet someone this year. I'm going to fall in love this year, right? Yeah. That's a fucked up goal to have. Don't put that in there because you can't control that. Like you yeah. actually cannot control yeah, who yeah. you're going to meet and whether you're going to want a relationship with them. And if mm. anything, it'll push you towards like forming <laughs> a fucked relationship <laughs> yeah. Yeah, to tick it off. But what you can do is go, I want to get – like I want to manif- – like I think manifesting is good for that stuff because mm. it's more like you're saying this is what I want. I want to put some focus on this. Yeah, I want to start moving toward that. And the way I'm going to do that is I'm going to get back on the apps and I'm going to like, you know, fix up my dating profile and I'm going to like go out with some people that I wouldn't normally go out with. And mm, I'm say going yes to, to things. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And like, I think putting yourself in that position, you just naturally start to open doors for that to happen. And then usually it does happen. But even if it doesn't, you did everything in your power to make it happen. But yeah, like, and I think the same thing with like relationships. Like if I went, oh, like I think feel, I feel like I'm in a rut, say, I mean, I don't, I don't because I've been with Tom for like one second, but like, (laughs) you know, just say, but I mean, it's actually easy. Like we've talked about this multiple times living together. It is so easy to just be in the same room. Mm -hmm. Like we have this obsession with crosswords. Like we keep buying, (laughs) oh my God, everyone's going to laugh at this. So we keep fucking buying those take five and like family circle ones where it's like $50,000. Yeah. And we only do the ones that will win us money. So we have done, I reckon we've bought every single one that was released this month and I calculated it and I was like, this has cost us probably about $50 and we'll probably win maybe $50 say, or like a $50 yeah. worth thing. And we'll be like, oh my God, fuck yeah. But actually we could have just yeah, not, not we don't spent. even need that. We could have just kept that $50, but it's so fun. And yeah, we sort of do fun. the yeah. Yeah. And so we like, but it actually is, it's not really a couple. It's, it's nice. We actually take it to bed sometimes and then we'll do it in bed together yeah. like this old couple and <laughs> I love that <laughs> so, so cute so embarrassing but you know like it also can be it's a it's a blessing and a burden for our relationship because other nights we'll do this thing where we put on the witcher mm. one of us is playing on our phone while mm. watching the witcher the other one mm-hmm. is doing fucking crosswords while watching the witcher mm. and no one's actually watching it and we're not doing it together and you're not talking either <laughs> no like- and so <laughs> You spend all this time together, but you're not actually doing anything together. And um, so I think things like that, like making a movie night or if you feel like you never get out, like making a once a fortnight date night where you actually Mm. have to go out and do something or like. Phones down. Yeah, like all of that stuff I think is really – and I say even with sex and stuff, like that's a really good thing to do is have like – I've read quite a bit about this lately where like having – like I know it sounds really clinical, but Mm. it's like having this night we're going to have sex actually builds anticipation and stuff. And they say that it works in the opposite way to what you expect it to. Um, So all those sorts of things where you could just make the big goal like fix relationship or like (laughs) make relationship – more Happen. fun oh or yeah like, you know make like they're all such vague things yes like, and you're almost if- setting yourself up to fail yeah, it's almost like we make those lofty ones because we're like oh just do it 
I'll just make that a yeah, resolution. Yeah, I'll just make it good. <laughs> but like, how can I achieve that? And it's like people go lose weight. It's oh, like, yeah, no, the worst one you can do. That's so vague. So like mm-hmm. you could just do things like me and just go, okay, I'm not going to eat takeaway except Friday, Saturday. Or yeah. if you wanted to be even more strict, like once a fortnight or whatever it is, stop drinking, like clear the entire house out of cho- of chocolate. Like that <laughs> literally could be a goal in your to-do list. Get rid of it, not by eating it. I always send it to work with Julian. There's heaps. I want to get rid of it tomorrow. Mm. Don't need it here anymore. Like not, not also not making it like a negative thing, but like thinking about changes. So say like lose weight. It's Mm. like, is the weight? And I am such a big one on this because I lost a lot of weight and it did nothing for me in terms Mm. of making me happy or not happier. If anything, I felt worse is I think like, putting in healthy lifestyle changes like it's not actually about the way it's about how you're feeling yeah you feel it's usually like when we don't feel um like when we feel like we need to lose weight or Mm. at least I feel and I mean look I'm speaking from someone who at most has been a size 16 and hovers around a 12 so Mm. I'm aware that this is a very like specific narrow experience but for me when I'm like, I need to lose weight, it's actually not that I need to lose weight. It's that I'm not doing something. So I'm either not exercising at all. Yes. Or, or you're not eating well. I'm not eating well or I'm drinking a fuck ton. Yeah. Um, it's usually an unhealthy lifestyle thing that is also affecting my mind. So yeah. it's, I think, way more positive to go, I'm going to, yeah, like eat like the the pyramid of food <laughs> what is that pyramid you know like i'm gonna yeah, do yeah. the pyramid the food pyramid yeah. um and i'm gonna shop the food pyramid or i'm gonna buy all my groceries on a monday so that i make myself cook yes. or you know whatever um whatever your vice is like having a solution for that as the goal yeah because a more positive way of yeah you know framing it, it. Mm. i agree with that yeah. And yeah i think it's just finding those smaller achievable targets within yeah. your big lofty ones like yeah get a new job like again like you said that's not always within your control you can like okay i want to get a new job or change careers like it could mm. be something so big and so daunting that you're like actually i'm just gonna stay in this comfortable job that i don't really like but i know how to do and i'll just keep doing it but it's like okay you can do that but while you while you do that milk it for all it's worth ask yes. someone in a different department shadow them get some experience like take yeah. on some new I don't know, duties so that you're adding to your CV, do some like, I don't know, set aside some time at night or on a weekend to do some online courses and watch mm-hmm. some seminars and just like upskill. And then you can you can work towards, you know, you, can, you can't control necessarily getting a new job because they might mm-hmm. not hire you or the perfect opportunity might not come up, but at mm. least you can arm yourself to be ready when and if it does come up. Yeah. So, yes. I, I don't know. I feel like we've covered the main kind of I, resolutions. It feels like it's been about three hours. But you know yes. what? I've enjoyed every minute of it. <laughs> yeah. And I could talk for another fucking hour if I wanted to, honestly. I really could. Yeah. I, like I actually really love talking about this stuff because I think, like you said, exactly what you said. Last year, last year went so quickly. Mm. I actually feel like the years in general do go really quickly. And I, and I think we – it is very alarming. I find the end of a year and the beginning of a new year are kind of like a bit of a difficult time because I get really like aware of my own mortality and yes, like yeah. time passing and stuff. Yeah. But I do think like, you know, when you look back on a year, you really just want to look back and be like, oh, okay, like I did some things 
that were in line with like my values and what I want out of life. And, you know, whether that is, like you said, just the simplest of stuff, like you had movie night with your partner every night, every Mm. Friday, every night. Every night. Wow. Please leave me alone, Tom. (laughs) 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 I don't want to watch any more movies. Be like Margaret and David by the end of the year. (laughs) You're like, by the end of the year, you're like, well, I guess now we just have to start an Instagram that's like, millennial Margaret and David or something yeah. because otherwise what was this all for <laughs> but yeah like you know I think um having those little goals I think I really find relationships as a big one me and Ash actually talked about this on, on our dating podcast at the end of last year about dating ones because mm. I just feel like every year I was like either wanting a partner or like wanting to date more but then I would never make those like incremental changes and I think you can't like don't I think for everything in life where you want a big change you can't just sit on your couch and yeah then and expect it to fall happen. on your lap yeah, yeah like you have to get up and do stuff so yeah I feel like everyone should be doing the abz thing and just sitting down in a quiet corner guys yeah homework yeah and thinking about some things you want to achieve and then some little b goals to yeah work towards to them. get you there and it doesn't yeah. matter what that is it can be as you said a dumb thing. Yes. <laughs> but it's not a dumb thing if it's something that you want and um, think that you can achieve. So yeah. if I can get out there and do it, I've achieved finishing Rose's room. It's finally a cute little yay. neat toddler bedroom. And that's Adorable. taking me fucking ages. But, yeah, I did it. I'm going to tick it off. Tick it off. <laughs> I can also tick off record podcasts, which is yes. one of record podcasts. today's goals. I'm going to make a to-do list for today and put that on there and then tick and it then off tick immediately. It off. <laughs> and it's going to make me feel really good. <laughs> You're so um, accomplished. Guys, uh, please give us five stars as always. Yes, you can review on Spotify now apparently. Yes, go and do it everywhere that yeah, you can. Yeah, because I don't think we have reviews on Spotify. <laughs> We would love that. Um, Please tell your friends. Also, yes. we've got a Facebook group. You're mm-hmm. doing great, sweetie. Jump in there and share your goals if you want to. You don't yeah. have to. Share your goals, resolutions, mini goals, incremental changes. Yeah. I love the way you said that. Um, your crystallized <laughs> visions. Did I know year. what incremental changes meant? No, I didn't. Did I say it anyway? Yes, because that's that's the 2022 goal for everyone that listens to this podcast. Just use your fucking big words and Just don't even question what they mean. say shit and Just you'll say sound. say shit. Use conviction. Do I know what this big word means? No. <laughs> am I going to put it in this sentence? Yes. Yes, I am. Yes, um, I am. But, yes, thanks for listening. And thanks, guys. See ya. See ya.